Hi, welcome back to another episode of The Millennial Crisis. Today I am coming to you from a phone booth in my co-working space in Cusco, Peru, which is hilarious. I think I'll share some photos of how I've attempted to create a sound booth in here. I'm sitting on the floor with a rug and some pillows around me, but you do what you got to do. Today's episode is a conversation that I recorded prior to my South American escapades, and it is a little bit different to the conversations I have had throughout the podcast series so far. Although I think it is super relatable to millennials, in particular to women, and if you are a male listening, I think it is really important for you to listen to this episode with an open mind and not take anything to offence because that's not what the episode's about. This episode is all about having an open and honest conversation about how women can feel sometimes saying no or their difficulty saying no when it comes to dating or sexual situations, the guilt that comes along with it and this need of feeling like they need to please someone or be something for someone, as well as embarrassment that can come with that. We don't really come to a conclusion on how we can fix this problem, but I think that starting with a conversation and opening up, whether it's to a friend, a family member, a stranger, myself and Jackie uh, have our inboxes open for anyone who would like to share their story or vent something or you know, just send us a message to say that you feel the same. The whole point of this podcast episode is just to open up the conversation and for there not to be this sense of embarrassment. A little bonus for those interested, because I am recording this while I'm away uh, in South America, I put a call out to some of the girls on the trip and asked if any of them had experienced a similar situation to the conversation that I had with Jackie. And I had an overwhelming response with the majority of the girls saying that, yes, they had experienced something like this and they did want to contribute a story or a strategy. So at the end of this episode, as a little bonus, I will be sharing a few of their stories on how they've dealt with some of the feelings they've had in situations like this, uh, some of the ways that they've overcome them and some of the struggles that they still face. The amazing thing is that these women are from all over the globe and age ranges from early 20s to 30s. It's not a one country thing. This is something that lots of women experience from all around the world, which is kind of shit, but also kind of comforting. So I hope that you have a listen to them as well. Special thanks to all of those girls that were brave enough and comfortable enough to share their stories with me and all of you. Before my conversation starts with Jackie, I'm just going to put in a couple of her Instagram stories that started this whole conversation in the first place, just for a bit of context. And all of Jackie's information is going to be in the show notes. So please show her some love or reach out there, but have a feeling the majority of you that are listening will already know who Jackie is anyway. So without any further ado, let's jump straight into episode eight of the podcast, A Woman's Guilt Saying No. Hey guys, so I just wanted to have like a real talk discussion because if I can't use my platform for that, then I don't know what else I'm going to use it for. But I'm just curious because I was speaking to one of my friends today about this. Um, How many of you girls have been in a situation with a boy and you've done something with him that you didn't want to do but you felt like you had to do it and you felt like you didn't know how to say no I'm just curious because I'm 26 and this shit still happens to me and I just wanted to know if it's like a common thing which I know it is but I just want to know Welcome to the studio, Jackie. Thanks for having me. No, thank you so much for coming on. I'm so excited about this. Me too. I'm a bit nervous. Uh, don't be <laughs> nervous. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about today and I'm we really do. excited about it. Now, let's start off with, I guess, introducing people to who you are, what you do for work. Yeah, a little bit about you. I am 
Jackie, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 27. My work is uh, influencing, even though I hate that term. Um, yeah, I work in social media, content creation, through Instagram, which is really cool. What kind of stuff do you post on your on your Instagram? It's fashion, mostly fashion, bit of beauty. She's very aesthetic. Yeah, She's like I'm that very... per, that page you look at and you're like, oh my god, goals. Oh my god, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. <laughs> and like, do you feel a lot of like kind of pressure to keep up that kind of totally. goals aesthetic? Yeah, 100%. Like it's, it's every day, like I'm always like, okay, what's the vibe today? <laughs> what's the theme? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, you always have to sort of be thinking a couple of days ahead. Yeah. So... It's definitely hard now that it's winter because shooting is just a nightmare. It's always raining and it's always freezing um, and I've got a broken arm, so it's hard at the moment. Poor thing. But yeah. Six weeks, yeah? Yeah. Shame. That's yeah. all right. You know, uh, when it's off, imagine how much easier your life will be. I know. I've taken it for granted. I'll probably be jumping around taking mint pics all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. It's kind of getting to how you coming into the studio came about. So I Mm -hmm. think maybe it was like six months ago now. It was a while ago, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So a while ago you put up a story on your Instagram and it was all about your struggle and asking other girls if they ever had a struggle with saying no in regards to a relationship with a guy, not necessarily like a romantic relationship, but just going on a date with someone or meeting someone on a night out, Mm -hmm. wanting to have a conversation with them, flirt with them a bit, even kiss them, and then it escalating and you not knowing how to say no. Yeah. 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 So do you want to go into a bit about how you kind of got to the point where you were, one, kind of comfortable to share that? Yeah. And two, the story behind how it all came about? Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously this happens all the time. It's not like, you know, an individual thing. It happened like anyone you ask, it's probably happened to them. But I just feel like it had happened to me a couple of times when I was younger. And then since I was sort of newly single, it had started happened again, uh, happening again. Because obviously I had been in long-term relationships like back to back for like, I don't know, five to six years. And so I was like so out of the game like I forgot like what what it was like I forgot that that stuff happened and I hadn't had to sort of you know have my own back and be like no or yes or whatever so yeah this situation happened and then I was talking to my friends about it and they were like yeah it's just that happens all the time and I was like that's that's fucked Mm, yeah 100% (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) I was like it's it's fucked like that shouldn't be happening you know and so then I was like said to my sister, I was like, should I say something on my Instagram? Like, should I do a poll? I just, I'm so, I was so curious to see what the poll would be, yeah. what the results would be, um, whether it had yes or no happened to you before in any way, shape or form. And it was like, I can't remember, but I think it was like 90% yes and like 10% no. Messed up. So it happens all the time. And then, yeah, I just opened up the, um, I did like a and a and everyone was just sort of asking me questions and it was, I felt really good to be able to you know connect with people on such a different topic to what I normally do Mm. and it actually meaning something to be like let's have this conversation like this stuff needs to be spoken about we don't get taught this sort of stuff at school like you you don't really sit down and talk to your parents about this sort of stuff because like it's awkward you know like you don't want to be like how do I say no yeah you know no 100% and one thing we kind of spoke about before we started recording was the fact that finding fulfillment in an industry that you're in where it's it's all about the the look and the aesthetic yeah. of things and also it's an uncertain industry like you're working for yourself yeah. which for anyone who's a freelancer or that works for themselves you guys know what the struggle is with that because you never know the next time you're actually going to get a job or you're yeah. not certain about your future mm-hmm. and so it's difficult and one thing that I found really interesting was the fact that as an influencer, Jackie still needs to find purpose in her work. And yeah. that kind of element gave gave you that, right? Yeah, definitely. Like it's always great to be able to, you know, taking a nice photo is one thing, but then connecting with your audience on an issue that's like something like this, it's a whole different thing. Like I, I, I just found it like so eye-opening to be like, wow. And I got so many DMs from people being like, this has happened to me, this has happened to me, this is my story, this is my story. And I was like, 
if I never said that, like, maybe they wouldn't have even told anyone. Like, there were so yeah. many people that, like, I've never told anyone this, but, like, this happened. And I was like, this is fucked. Like, this shit happens to, like, everyone. Yeah. And, like, everyone has a story, obviously. Um, so, yeah, it's good to, like, start the conversation and get people talking about stuff like this because it it's sort of taboo and people don't want to talk about it and, mm. like, are scared to talk about it. But it's it needs to be spoken about because if it's not, like, nothing's ever going to happen. Nothing's ever going to change. 100%. And I think... The really interesting thing was that, like you said, the majority of your engagement comes from your images and likes and I guess it'd be people tagging or sending or Mm. saving your content. Is that where you get the highest engagement? So what's your um, DM engagement like? Is it usually that high or is it more when, like if you're posting your regular fashion stuff and not the personal things, Mm -hmm. is that DM engagement different or lower definitely so if I'm posting just like you know an outfit photo people might DM me and be like where's that from but if I post like stories and I'm asking a question or I'm talking about a certain topic or I'm you know being like oh my god this happened to me today or oh my god watch this show or whatever I get so many more DMs yeah it's just like a whole different thing like people just want to connect with you on something that's not just like oh my god I love your top you know yeah yeah 100% and then you build I think again that's one thing that businesses don't understand, right, is the things that come out not from the yeah. analytics side of things yeah. are the stuff that is really going to sell products, yeah. right? Because yeah. now you've got an intimate relationship 100%. with someone. And yeah. there's in marketing there's like the rule of seven where someone has to see something seven times mm. for it to, you know, for them to make that purchase. Yeah. Whereas if you've got an intimate relationship with someone, that's an inbox, that's an email. And emails yeah. in marketing have the highest um, return on investment, mm-hmm. which essentially is what a DM is. It's yeah. a direct link to a customer yeah. and it's even more personalised. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not like you're just copying and pasting something. You're like talking to this person as if you you're care. friends with them. Yeah. And you are, like you, they are friends with you, but you just don't know it, know them. You know what mm. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's really interesting. Mm. Let's get back to the whole story. You, I guess let's start back a little bit and what it was like in high school. So you said that you were more of a relationship person. Would yeah. You say I, didn't, I, never, yeah. I never had like in high school, I was always single because like I wasn't allowed a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> we love that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but after high school finished, I had a boyfriend for like three years. So yeah, yeah. And then, and then I, I guess boyfriend. going from going from the maturity level you were in high school, yeah, going from you know relationship to relationship, then mm-hmm. coming on the single side, yeah, it's like almost you don't have that growth period yeah. of dating. You don't have I those have learning no steps, right? Yeah, I had absolutely. I was so out of my depth. I was just like, I never knew, like, because I never dated before I just like met met this guy and we like got along and then we started dating so it wasn't like you know I was like on the apps and I was doing all this it just sort of fell into my lap and I had it so easy so when I became single for like the first time in my like adult proper adult life I was just like what the fuck is this (laughs) what do I do with my hands (laughs) literally everyone whether like they've been single or Mm. not and I think the interesting thing about this topic of of saying no when you're comfortable or having a difficult conversation with someone yeah. that you're could potentially be intimate with on any level it doesn't just have to be having sex with someone yeah. it can be just you know comfortability in language that people are saying yeah. because that can be hard as well like I've been in conversations where it's like you could be a topic could be brought up and you're like oh I'm not actually comfortable talking, talking about, about that, that. whether yeah. it's like oh how many oh yeah so how many guys have you fucked like yeah. you know things like that it's yeah. like oh I don't want to talk about that and like yeah. us as girls sometimes or anyone just as people we can laugh that off and not say yeah. I'm actually not comfortable oh my god it's so much that. like for me I just it's so much easier to be like the nice girl and like laugh and smile and be like haha yeah like blah blah than to be like mate I don't fucking want to talk about that because yeah. I don't want to like offend it. I'm just like a people pleaser, as I was saying. Like, yeah, I I don't want to offend anyone ever. Like, I just I, it's like to my detriment, obviously. But <laughs> <laughs> like, I yeah, I I don't know. I don't know why I'm like that. But I need to like you know get some oomph into me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally relate. And you were saying how 
with you, it was the next day you'd think back on the night before, whether you would like kiss someone that you didn't want to, or it had gone further than that. And you thought, hang on a second. Like I was uncomfortable here. Why didn't I say something? And then you end up beating yourself up for that. Much worse. Yeah. You feel even worse because you're like, and then when you also, when you confide in your friends and stuff, they're they, of course they understand, but they're also like, why didn't you say, say no, Jackie? Or why didn't you say something? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I just froze. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I wish I, and like, you'd hope that if you went back, you would change it. But I'm like, I don't even know if I would, because I don't even know what the fuck to say. I think for me personally, like when I was like younger, like the first time, one of the first times I'd ever like made out with someone like at a party, Yeah, I remember he'd like grab my boob or something like that and we're on the dance floor and it was the first time I'd ever I'm kissed laughing. a guy like funny. Pop- no 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 it's, it's hilarious imagine me like that 14 13 14 like at a at a party like oh my god like I'm gonna hook up with my first guy oh like my oh my god you know and then he just grabbed my tit and I was like what the Miss fuck Uzi? I was like what the fuck is happening right now and I was like this is uncomfortable but what do I say yeah you, I didn't know what to say and so from then on I took the route of like I don't ever want to be in that situation again because yeah. I felt so uncomfortable. Yeah. I think it's probably because it happened to me so, so young, so young yeah. which is the difference. Yeah. And that, and, and it was like, it couldn't have gone wrong. We weren't alone. Like we were on the dance floor. So I was lucky yeah. in that situation. Yeah. But like, it was Still like, pretty okay. Right for 13. <laughs> it, was, it was, I think he was a bit older. I was like, um, what is that? Mind you, I was wearing ballet flats and a dress that I wore to a wedding while everyone else was in Supray, like short Supray skirts. And I thought I was like, hot shit. I was like, yes. Um, and like that had happened. And I was like, okay, I need to not get in this situation again. Yeah. And from then I turned into like, that bitch like literally (laughs) so like if any guy spoke to me and I was like I don't want to I'd either like friend zone them ASAP be Mm -hmm. like yeah what's happening brother you know this that the other and I do that still to this day literally yeah or I'd be like real hardcore extreme and it's like that's not necessary either like sorry but I'm not into it yeah (laughs) that's the only way I'd know how to do it literally physically swerve yeah I'd rather do that than actually say something you know what I mean no a hundred percent so feel like you never had that like dating growth or that experience in that way which Mm. so many people don't and even people who have been single their whole lives we're in a different day and age now we had these kind of expectations where like guys are supposed to approach us and stuff but guys fucking shit themselves too and they don't know what to do with their hands (laughs) and so we have this kind of like hookup culture I feel because everyone's too scared to like be I guess hurt in that way as well Mm because I think saying you just want to fuck someone is so much easier than saying I actually like Like this person yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you you posted these stories and you got this huge kind of influx of girls sharing these stories. And all the stories were like pretty much the same sort of story. Do you know what I mean? It's always yeah. like this happened and this happened and then this happened and now I feel shit. You know, it's it's so sad and like it needs to change, but I myself don't even know how to change it. Like, I still wouldn't know if this happened again. I wouldn't even know what to say. I still wouldn't know what to say. But let's talk about after you posted the stories, right? Mm -hmm. And you said your mum had seen them and she pulled you aside and she was like, I need to have this awkward conversation with you. you." Yeah. And before that, had your mum ever had like a sex talk with you or anything like that? No, I don't think so. I don't think we did. Like, I can't remember... Not like a proper like sit down, this happened, blah, blah, blah. It was yeah. sort of just like no boyfriends in high school. Yeah. Th- that's essentially, that's it. that was her way of like, yeah. dealing with it, which is like the same as me with my parents. Like we never had a sex talk or anything like that. I think yeah. my mum brought me to like, like a woman's like night where like some other lady spoke about like periods and shit yeah, like yeah. that. Oh, I had, the, I had all the books. Like I had all those <laughs> like that. girl style. And they like, and, like drop it, they drop d- it on your bed. Like have a ring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. I already yeah. know all this. Yeah. Um, no, but I never had the proper like sit down birds and bees. Like actually I probably had the birds and bees talk when I was younger, but I never had the like having sex stop, like talk. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, it, it's, I couldn't imagine, like, as a parent having to oh do God, that. I know. Because if we can't even say, like, oh. no to someone, like, <laughs> it just shows that 
having a difficult conversation, it's not just you. You're a confident girl. You're so lovely to everyone. You're talkative. That's the vibe that you give off, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's no one's a, pissing me off. That's why that's when it that's when it all comes crashing down. But that but that's the thing, like people, even your friends, they mm. can see this side of you and they can see yeah. this person and they think she doesn't need like she doesn't need that assistance or yeah, no should way. I ask her yeah, if about, she's okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's really hard because you know, you can it in those situations, you can't really signal to your friends like unless the person goes to get a drink and you can be like, fucking help me. Let's get out of here. Let's yeah. Ditch right now. But if you're just, like, talking, so many times, like, I'll go back to my friends and be like, holy fuck, that was so awful. Why didn't you come and help me? And they're like, you looked like you are having such a fun time. I'm like, I was hating every second of it. Like, please come get me. Yeah. I'm like, I need some sort of, like, yeah, like a signal. Like, like hello, yeah. I yeah. need help. Need everyone's in their own, right? Yeah. And everyone's, like, got a couple bevs in them. No one's yeah. paying attention as yeah. much as what you normally would do. Yeah. Which is like a partially a bit of an issue, but yeah, it should like it that shouldn't be. It shouldn't. The issue. I guess we've established that these conversations obviously need to happen more, and, and yeah. we need to start. Mm-hmm. If we're experiencing it, likelihood that our friends are experiencing. It, if we have never, I'm sure we've had the conversations in passing, but because we all don't know what yeah. to do, we need to maybe take that initiative to start figuring out small things we can do to kind of change this. Definitely. And I think a lot of it also is, for me um, personally, when this happens, sometimes you just feel a bit embarrassed to even tell anyone because you're scared that they'll be like, well, that was on you. Like you had the opportunity to say no and you didn't. And some people do say that. Like, of course, you're always going to get the people who are like, why didn't you just say no? Like, why don't you just be like, fuck off? But it's like... It's so much deeper than that. Like it's so hard and it's not just as simple as being like, no. no. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's so, yeah, it, there's so many things that play in your mind as to like what if I say no and this happens or what if this happens or what if he gets mad at me or like what if he goes and tells his friends that I'm a bitch or like, you know, all this stuff happens. There's so much more to it than just being like, I don't want to. Yeah. You know, that goes on in your mind. Another thing we kind of spoke about was that, what if you did say no mm. and they didn't take no as no? How much yeah. worse does the That'd situation be then become? So much worse. It, it sounds so bad, but I know a lot of girls feel like this. It's like you'd rather go into it as like, oh, Siebes, like, and Let's have just get convinced done. yourself yeah. into that Siebes attitude. Let's get this done. Yeah. Versus saying no and it happening anyway. I think this difference here comes down to like the anatomy of how we're built as well. Yeah. So like. You can get to that point where you almost feel bad, like, oh, you know, the poor guys, like, yeah. you know, we've already wound him up this yep. much. Like, yep. how could we just stop him now? You know? know, it sounds, it sounds so bad. You get unnecessary guilt and you put yourself mm-hmm. in a situation that makes you feel bad. So you don't make someone else feel bad. Exactly. And you're like, you know, this is going to be a couple of seconds of my life. <laughs> let's just get this rolling and I don't know like it's it's so bad like when you say it like that it's like fucked to be like what like anyone would be like why would you do that like why would you just do that but it's like as a girl I feel like sometimes that's just easier I know that's that it's so fucked but no. it is when we kind of first discussed this it was like we don't want this to be kind of victim mentality or no. like blaming yeah. anyone in particular because yeah I don't, you know, in some situations, a lot of situations, I think the only way to move forward in things is by educating people and saying things in a nice way that doesn't put the blame on anyone. Because I don't think, one, the fact that we hardly speak about it as girls Mm -hmm. in general between girls or to the extent that we're kind of discussing it today, how would we ever explain that? to a guy and what can any guys that are listening do to kind of make sure that they're doing their part and not contributing to this yeah I know and like as we were saying before sometimes what happens a guy might not even know that he's done something wrong because you've given him all the yes 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 body language talking chatting being lovely whatever but then afterwards you're there and you're just like oh, my God, I feel so shit about myself and, like, I can't believe I let that happen and the love and then you, he leaves or whatever and he wouldn't know anything. anything's happened. He's like, oh, that was great. We had a great time. Like, she's cool or whatever. 
And meanwhile, you're at home being like, this sucks. Like, I don't want to see him again. And that's why it's just easier to just do the kiss. Because I don't want to fucking give you an A to Z why I didn't want to. Because you're going to be like, why? Yeah. You know? Because that's also that's also part of my thinking too. I'm like, they're going to then be like, but why? And I'm not going to have a reason other than I don't really want to. Literally. Like, even though I kissed you the other day, like, I don't want to do this today. Like, you might be just happy to make out with someone for yeah. an hour like yeah. and that would be that's you it. know a yeah. bit of like clothes on bump and grind you yeah. know that's fine <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but you might not be comfortable yeah. enough to, to go, go to any step level. Yeah. to the next level but yeah. for a guy that might seem to them that Giving it's like yes yeah like yeah. we're ready we've been like hooking up for an hour like yeah. you know obviously the next logical yeah. step is this yeah so it's like what can guys do to help the situation we have less and less in-person conversations yeah like all of those girls that were messaging you yeah I wonder how many of them then had the conversation with With a friend yeah you know I'm curious about this if you were in person like would you have just opened that up to your friend or Mm. do you think your mum would have just randomly come up to you one day and been like hey Jackie you know I was just thinking about this (laughs) you know definitely not and like that's the other thing when I did post that story a lot of my friends messaged me being like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. I hadn't even, like, told them. Like, the only person that I pretty much told after that was, like, one of my really close friends and my sister because I didn't really want to just be like, oh, my God, so, guys, guess what happened last night? So, like, heavy. Everyone's like, whoa, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Chill. So I'm like, it's weird that I feel more comfortable to post it on my Instagram where, like, thousands of people are going to watch it and share it and potentially maybe, you know, some people from my past, like, will laugh at it or be like, ha lol, or, you know, people connect with it or whatever. It's weird that I would be, like, more comfortable to post it there, but it's just something is you just – I feel more safe in a way Yeah. to be like, I can say whatever and I don't have to see people's reactions right now. Like, yeah. I don't have to see them be like, ooh, yeah. okay, we're really going to talk about that, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. This whole conversation – it's not about coming to a conclusion, I don't think, because yeah, I think no. these things are slow slow progress and slow burner, but we need to start kind of discussing small steps. Yeah. It's just about what the experience has been. Yeah, and talking about it so that in the hope that other people will feel confident to talk about it. Sometimes as embarrassing these situations are, you can feel so embarrassed, and I did, like, I mean, I, I do and did feel embarrassed when these things happened, but... Talking about it makes it so much better because more often than not, you'll talk to someone about it and they'll be like, oh, my God, that happened to me last weekend. And you'll be like, oh, my God, like, that's fucked. Great. Now we can, like, talk about it and, like, get it out in the open and maybe you can give me an idea of what I can say or we can bounce off each other and be like, let's never let that happen again and, like, have each other's back. Yeah. Exactly. It's important to not just have the conversations online but to have them in person as well. Yeah. So let's start talking about strategies, I guess, and what we can do in future, like, I guess, going into a date or going out on Mm -hmm. a night out. It sounds so ridiculous and it might just take a couple of really awkward times where it's like the – the first time or second time we go out on a first date, we have this conversation with one of our mates that relates to this as well. Yeah. And so we put these kinds of systems in place to mm-hmm. help, whether that's if you're not feeling something, you go to the bathroom and you message that friend that you've yeah. had the conversation with and just been like, I'm not vibing this, like I don't know what to do. Yeah. Can you help me get out of this? Yeah. And you come out to say, I'm so sorry, like – instead of ghosting the person later on and not and just like ignoring them to say no like I'm so sorry you know I am not feeling that well I'm gonna go home (laughs) oh my god that makes me like sweaty just thinking about right (laughs) it is but like it's like okay well that's a small way to kind of small step small step in the right direction and then maybe if you aren't that confident of saying it to someone's face you can later text them and be like look I had a really fun time but I just don't think we were vibing. I don't know. Like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> to give them something rather than the ghosting because nobody fucking likes to be ghosted. But, yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard to, like, think of things to strategies. But that one's definitely good, the, like, texting a friend. But sometimes it's really hard to message someone if you're with someone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You don't want to come across as, like, I'm on my phone being rude. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, if you go to the toilet, of course. But if you're in like a different sort of situation, yeah, if, if you're at home, if you're at home, right, yeah, it's or hard at someone to else's like, Let me home, grab my phone, yeah, and go to the bathroom. Yeah, if you're <laughs> at home, home or in someone else's home, I guess. What are some things that that you could do in that in that situation? See, this is where this is where I come undone. This is where I don't because I feel like if I'm out with friends, I can easily, you know, sides like swipe away from that like get away from that situation I could easily be like someone please help me or like yeah message someone whatever but if I'm alone with a person and like I have a change of mind which is totally fine totally you're fine. allowed to do that um I don't know how to get out of that situation because I'm worried about what they're going to think of me I'm worried about offending them I'm worried about all the things we were saying before so I don't know like I I genuinely, this is where I struggle. Yeah. I think one thing people might be listening with and being like, well, don't be in a situation yeah, where you're at home. Don't mm. put yourself. But this, I think what people that say that don't understand is this could happen four dates in. Yeah. This could happen uh, when you start seeing someone. Yeah. You don't know when, like, I know in our girl, girl group we call it, like, the ick. Yeah, the Like, ick. yeah, when you're you going to get the, the ick. And it's like, okay, yeah. I'm like, and, like, you can be having, you know, you can be seeing someone for a couple of weeks, couple of months, whatever, and it can be all, like, fucking peachy. And then one day they could say one thing or do one thing or, I don't know, just you're in a shit mood or whatever and you're like, no, nah, I'm fucking over it. I've got the ick. Yeah. And that's fine, but you could be with them at that point. They yeah. could be at your house at that point. You could be at their house at that point. And it's fucking awkward. Like, what do you do? I don't know. Yeah. I think it's about starting to... I think when you have the conversation and it becomes more open, the more you speak about something, the better you the get. Better, better yeah. you get and the easier things get. And, like, trialling that first time, like, I don't care if for the first time you have to ha- say a bit of a white lie and be like, look, I'm a born-again Christian. I am, you know, I'm trying yeah. to be celibate. Like, yeah. I'm so sorry, but um, right now this is the stage of my life I'm at. Like, yeah. And sometimes making up a bullshit excuse to that extreme yeah. helps you help you be able to say it because they're yeah. like, this isn't me. Yeah. I'm not being myself here. Yeah. And, like, if they go out, like, I was going to block them anyway. So, yeah. what? like, what, is it, what does it matter? Or, I know. That's what, like, that's the thing you need to remind yourself because – if if you like I'm saying things that I don't even do myself in a second but like if you want to say no to someone you probably don't want to be with them anyway so why does it fucking matter if they are going to be like you're a bitch yeah or whatever they're going to say or whatever they're going to do however they're going to react like it doesn't really matter because that'll just show their true colors and you'll be like great blessing in disguise that's um you done or they could react really nicely and you could be like wow I really respect you for that and we're going to move forward from this and we'll be even better. And I'm happy that I said something. You know yeah. what I mean? So it, it's good, but it's scary. Yeah. <laughs> For guys who are listening, I think just being sure of yourself and especially, you know, just one, always having respect for someone, whether you're, you know, just chatting to them or you want to pursue something more yeah. serious, but just to say, do I want to make sure that I'm not making this person feel shit? And for guys to open up the conversation with their sister or their mother mm. or their cousin or their close girlfriends and be like, wait, have you ever experienced this? Yeah. How do you feel when we first started talking? It was like, I have no idea how mm. to make moves. But just then you started saying, this is things that I don't even do. But it was like ideas yeah. were coming to your head yeah. already. Yeah, well, ob- like obviously I have, you know, you have things that people are like, oh, just do this. Like, I don't know, say you have your period or yeah. whatever, like the classic one. But it's sometimes when you're in the moment, it like leaves you and you're just like, I don't even, I don't even know what to do. Yeah. And I think that's just, yeah, as you said, you've just got to practice. Yeah. <laughs> and like, you'll get better because, you know, it's some, it's important. And like they, the person that you're with should respect you, whatever decision you want to make at that time. It doesn't matter if you were like into them five seconds before and then you're like, actually, no, I can't, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. You're allowed to do that and they're allowed to do that too. So yeah, I think we we all have to be more aware of the person we're with, not just thinking about ourselves, but thinking about how they might feel. Yeah. 
Because again, I'd be really, really interested to know if any guys experience this Same. as well. Like, I'm sure. I'm sure it happens. Yeah, and if you do, we would love to hear about that. I yeah. mean, send me an email or like DM either of us, yeah. like just to open up the conversation. Let's talk three different things that we could do to kind of start it. So the first thing would be to have a conversation with someone. The first thing you do when you like finish this episode, whether it's your best mate, your sister, if you're a guy, a girlfriend or, you know, whoever, like, have you ever experienced this? I think another thing is, and we kind of spoke about this of like, sure, the situations happened, you feel shit about it. Mm -hmm. You've had time to reflect on like, fuck, I should have done this. I should have done that. Yeah. In moving forward, if I'm never going to talk to this person again, can I help educate them Mm. and sending a difficult message? Like, look, look, I had a great time. Um, You're great. I'm just, you know, it's not, I wasn't feeling it last night. I just want to let you know that like, it's, it's so hard. hard. It's so hard. But it, brainstorm of something to say, like even if it's just like, just, like I hope had a, had a good time last night. But I just wanted to let you know that I did feel a little bit. I don't even know. Yeah, it's, so it's to say maybe it's like I. T- fuck. <laughs> it's on it. Honestly, it's so hard, it's and really I think hard. that's the point. But yeah, sending a message after, but what kind of message? But what message? Like, what do you say? And yeah, that's the thing. The other the other side of that is for whoever's receiving the message then being like what the fuck I didn't feel that yeah that's so out of line from you yeah why you you? should have said something yeah so it's it's really hard I think yeah we definitely open to anyone giving me any suggestions because I love some of what you guys say or what people say when they're in that situation because it's going to be different for everyone obviously but it's something that needs to be spoken about because a lot of people AKA me, I don't know what the fuck to say. Yeah, 100%. Uh, me, I don't yeah. know what the fuck to say. Like, <laughs> you, the, I, that's the point of this conversation is that we're not coming to any resolution, but I think by having the yeah, conversation, it's a it up. small first step for us all to like help each other yeah. start figuring this out. Yeah. So maybe it's just about not sending a message, but think about that one time that you wish you had said no or you Mm. felt uncomfortable or you did say no, but there was an extra element of pressure. Like, are you sure you seem Mm. to be still into it? How about now? How about now? Mm -hmm. And sending, you know, writing a fake letter that you'd never send or sending a text to yourself or a friend Mm -hmm. of, what you would write in that situation. Just to even get it off your chest because sometimes that shit weighs you down. Like you think about it, you think about it, you think about it and then you tell someone and you're like, oh, great. I've told you I feel so much better. Maybe next time I won't be like that. I won't think that I have to or I won't, you know, feel pressured or whatever. So, yeah, I think that's definitely what you said is good. Also, I think maybe even writing down how you feel after it just all your exact emotions. I don't know, even if it's just like, I feel like shit yeah. because of this or because of this. So that next time, if A, B, C happen, you could be like, okay, let's stop it at A instead of it letting to get to B, C, C. D, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it, that's what I'll do. I'm learning and I'm teaching myself. <laughs> Literally. I think that's such a good idea because you are you become, I think, so debilitated yeah. by the stress and the anxiety of I know where this is heading yeah. and but then you, you don't know how to say it. Yeah, and yeah. you forget that it's, Maybe in the early stage, you're like, oh, fuck, this is not great. And then it sort of starts getting down and then you sort of go in that direction instead of when it first starts happening, you just being like, nah, all right, you know, let's not let this get to the kiss. Let's not let this get any further. So, yeah, I think I'm going to try if this happens again, which I hope it doesn't. But, I mean, sort of hope... It does, so I can use my new use your new, new skills. <laughs> but like at an earlier stage, earlier stage where it's like yeah. not, it's not something. And the next morning you wake up and you'd be like, "Fuck yes, boss bitch." Yeah, like, like imagine what. Like let's look, let's refer back to my notes yeah. here. Um, last time check, we got check. to stage D, yeah. now we're on stage C. Fuck, yeah. Jackie, we are moving <laughs> up in the world. Yeah, like and that too. Like when you start. I can imagine when you start like getting better at it, you're going to feel more confident and you're going to know how to do it. And then you can tell your friends. Yeah. This is what I do. Like write your feelings down. Writing your feelings down always helps in any situation. 
So writing your feelings down and saying, how'd that make me feel? I know it's like a bit lame to be like, how did I fail? (laughs) But like, be like, so I felt like shit. And so let's not let that happen again. So let's do this to to not let that happen again. So I think that's one strategy for sure. Awesome. I think that was really great. I know we didn't get to like any real like up in the air (laughs) resolution, but I think maybe we'll circle back in future and we'll see like what's happened now. Like what did this create? Were there any conversations that came out of this? Do you now have any strategies? And maybe we can update people with some serious steps or people will come to us and yeah. And let us know of what strategies they have in yeah, place. Please, please do because I would love some other perspective because yeah, I don't know. Like as, as that as that little struggle segment just went, like it was sort of like learning as you go. So I'd love to hear what other people do or if other people have certain things they do or certain things they say. Thank you so much for that conversation, Jackie. I know that we didn't really get to a clear <laughs> conclusion, but I think that's the point is yeah. that there's never going to be a total answer with these things and everyone's situation's so, 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 so different. It's more just about like having the actual conversation. Yeah. 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 Is there anything else you kind of want to add or say to the sisters out there that are (laughs) fighting this battle as well? Probably just that, you know, you're not alone. The the classic. Yeah. And if you are going through something, feel free to DM me or whatever. I'm happy to talk about it. I love talking about this stuff because I don't know. I just connect with it. You know, yeah. when you connect with something, you're like, yes, I'll talk to you about it. 100%. More so than like, where's your top from? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I feel like if anyone has anything they want to say, like feel free to DM me. Yeah. Jackie's Instagram handles and stuff will be in the show notes, but it's at Jackie Alexander, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Sometimes it's easier to speak to a stranger first before you can open up the conversation with a friend. So that's really lovely that you're willing to put yourself in that position to have people confide in you. So we have these questions that I ask all of my interviewees after, and they might, they might be a little bit off topic what we've (laughs) spoken about today, but I'm sure they all apply. The first question is, what's the first step you took to get to where you are today? I think getting to that, I just felt more comfortable doing it because I know that I had done sort of Q&A sort of um, stories before and people had responded well to them and they were about, you know, just someone asked me a question they'd be like oh my god like what happened with you and your ex or whatever and then you could get more comfortable answering questions that you're like why would they even care they don't really they don't know my ex they don't know me whatever but then I don't know you just sort of connect with people and you're like you know what like I am just going to put this out there I am just going to ask because what have you got to lose really yeah so I guess the first step for you then was a Q&A to yeah. see that people actually cared about yeah. the the person behind the art. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The second question is, what would you consider to be your biggest millennial crisis at the moment? And a millennial crisis is essentially just a privileged problem. Um, how much time do we have? <laughs> <laughs> no, just, just one, thank you. <laughs> it's fine. Um, no, mine is definitely just feeling like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing Mm. even though I'm doing stuff I'm just like what the fuck is happening and like where am I going to be in five years and like that's just too much pressure so I'm just not going to think about it so that's mine I think just not knowing what's happening and (laughs) not having like the not holding the reins of my own life (laughs) (laughs) this like whole podcast literally (laughs) it's like this is a podcast about not knowing what to do with your life (laughs) thank you (laughs) can relate (laughs) and then the last question is what is one thing you still want to explore or are curious about um, learning to be happy on my own. Ooh, good one. Yeah, learning just to, like, you know, do me for me and, like, do things just by myself because I'm such a person that I, like, cling on. Not I'm, I'm not, like, depend. Actually, no, that's a lie. I'm dependent on other people, let's just be honest, um, <laughs> whether it be my parents, whether it be my sister. I never know how to do things on my own. I feel like maybe it's just because I'm, like, really sheltered. I don't know, but I've always been super anxious and scared and I'm always like, what if this happens or what if that happens or like whatever. But I think I just really want to just do me more. <laughs> yeah. I and like become more confident in my own, like back myself more. Also, that's like, it takes a lot for you to 
admit that too, yeah. I think. Mm. Like, uh, again, like for me, it was the same. Like, yeah. I'm like, okay, I need to get to a point where I'm like, am I doing this for other people? Because it seems like yeah. that or am mm-hmm. I doing it for me? And it's, it takes a lot to admit that and yeah. say like, I need to start doing things for me. Yeah. Um, very, very commendable. Love that. <laughs> um, thank you so much for being on. For this was me. an awesome combo. Yeah, and like great. I said, I feel like this is going to be one of the most raw, unedited ones. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and I hopefully. know that it's going to help like so many people that listen um, yeah, because really it is so. so, so relatable. So um, yeah, all of Jackie's info is going to be in the show notes below. But thank you so much for being on. And I Thanks can't wait yeah. to see I'm what's going to happen with you in the future because I feel like big things, big things. Oh, I hope so. Um, new spaces, new elements, new, new vibes. You know, new new vibes. personality, who did? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but um, yeah, awesome. Thanks so much, Jackie. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to that episode. And I hope that you got something out of it or gained a new perspective on certain situations or felt a little less alone in some of the things you may have felt in the past or in the present. I'd like to give a really huge thank you to Jackie who was so open and honest and really started this conversation on her Instagram and is using her platform to not only show kick-ass outfits and aesthetic goals with her Instagram, but also cover some really important topics and just her willingness to be so open. Since my conversation with Jackie, she has actually launched her own podcast called Bitch Knows Best. It's hilarious. Jackie's honestly so funny and so real. So please make sure you check out her podcast as well. All of the information will be in the show notes below. I also will have a blog post with a few resources that I've been given by a few different people So if you are feeling more alone or you want to read more about saying no or different strategies you can use, please take a look at that blog resource because there'll be some great websites and articles that you can read there that will help. As I mentioned in the beginning, I'm going to be sharing some more stories of women that have experienced similar things. The best part about this is this is women from all over the globe, different ages that have shared Similar experiences have different perspectives on it, but the common theme is that they all have the same feelings, as we mentioned. I hope that this gives you the confidence to be able to share with someone or open up the conversation with someone else. As you probably already guessed, that is going to be this week's challenge for you to open up the conversation with a friend or a family member or even someone you don't know, a professional or myself or Jackie, as I said, we are happy to open our inboxes up to you guys. Alternatively, what I would love is if anybody has an experience that they want to share, please uh, send me an email or a DM, but email would probably be better uh, just in case it gets lost in my DMs of what you were thinking. If you want to share a video, if you would like to take this conversation further in your own way, or if you already are doing something to take this conversation further, I would love for you to share uh, your message and for me to help facilitate that in any way, whether it's a feature post on my blog or if I get a lot of messages to make a bonus episode sharing lots of different women's perspectives on this. I think that would be really cool. And finally, before I play those final stories, if you did enjoy this episode, I think it's so important if you can share this with a friend, maybe someone you think needs to have a conversation or the person that you want to open the conversation up with. Maybe listening to the episode is your segue to do so. Besides that, I'll see you next week. I'll be updating you more on Nomad Academy and what I'm doing in South America. Very exciting. With that being said, See you next week and here are some more stories for you to have a listen to. Hi, my name is Maria. I'm 22 years old and I'm from Madrid, Spain. So I could totally relate to the fact that it can be difficult saying no to men sometimes. I have had difficulties with that in the past. I've had to learn to say no to that. 
and not feel guilty about it. What was most difficult is when I didn't share with my friends, when I didn't say no. Um, it went, It got easier when, say, I had a bad experience with a guy who tried to maybe kiss me and I I said no and I left and I, then I didn't say anything to anyone. That kind of experience tormented me. But then when I started having those experiences again in college and maybe sharing it with a friend, then it became normal and it, they could help me and tell me how to deal with it and share with that. Then it became liberating and I could deal with that better. Um, so sharing it with my friends, with other women, and then eventually with a psychologist, I could learn and it became like much more normal and it was empowering. I also read a book called I Feel Guilty When I Say No. I actually never finished it because I never finished books, but on the first page, there's a declaration about saying no. And it tells you like, you have the right to say no. And I've read that declaration a lot of times and it's helped me a lot. I also took a consent workshop in college that teaches you how to say no and also teaches you how to intervene in situations if you see that someone's going through a bad time. Because, for example, once I was like in Budapest in a party and I could see a girl was totally drunk and a guy was taking advantage of her and my friend and I wanted to intervene and we did and it was okay. But sometimes you want to intervene, but it can be scary because maybe that guy can be aggressive or something. So you want to be safe when you want to intervene to help someone else as well. We definitely need to um, like teach ourselves about how to do it and talk about these issues. So I'm, I'm really glad, Demi, that you're doing this for people. So thank you. One of the first experiences I had, like I wanted to share it with, with my mom because I was in a wedding with her and a guy was being weird with me. I, I didn't feel I could share it with her. Okay, maybe you don't need to share it with your mom, but share it with someone. I feel like something I want to teach to to everyone is share it with someone. It doesn't need to be your mom or your friend, but share it with someone, someone that can help you deal with that situation. Just don't keep something to yourself that you're feeling is, is weird because that's a signal. I have brothers. No, no, I'm too scared with my brothers. Um, I feel that my brothers are a little bit sexist um, and I've, gotten mad at them when I hear sexist things that they've said and I try and like open up their mind to them but they just don't really listen to me or I I scared I'm scared that if I open up a conversation about this that they think that I'm gonna be like exact that I'm exaggerated and that they're not gonna believe me so that's something that I've always been scared of and that's why I don't open up about it with them um, I've talked about it with one or, or two friends that I know I can talk about it with them, that I know that they're respectful with women. Yeah, I'd love to open up one day with my brothers, but I'm definitely scared that they think, that, that they wouldn't believe me. That's an interesting question, Dim. Monica, 32 years old, live in Denmark. In conversations, me and myself, guests spoke about how women often find themselves unable to say no and then beating ourselves up or feeling ashamed for the next day for doing, especially for doing something we know we did not actually want to do. Uh, the thing that struck out was uh, at times we want to do stuff and we actually feel strongly about what we want to do. And it's just after the fact, or even, you know, when you share the fact, people are watching at you or looking at you strangely or judging the fact that you did something you wanted to do, and then you feel ashamed about it. And that part, I feel we should process a little bit more uh, instead of owning stuff, you know, owning the fact that we wanted to do it, even if it's not like acceptable in someone's eyes. Probably when I was younger, when I shared a thing, I would question myself and why I actually did that. And a lot of times you can, a lot of things you do in hindsight, yeah, you could think, what, why did the fuck did I do that? But uh, people often don't remember the feeling they have while they're doing stuff. Um, they forget the, forget the, the fun part, they forget the, the experience part, they forget uh, the enjoyment part 
only the casualties afterwards that's the focus so for me it was more uh, when I got older uh, I actually you know it's not an out-of-body experience but you can actually see other people questioning themselves and I would just be sitting there and and asking well did you have fun <laughs> what was it yeah. It wasn't a life or death experience. What is? Did you learn anything from it? Did you? What was the experience? So, maybe just asking a lot more questions than why did you do it. But I would also say I've been in a relationship. My first relationship was uh, was a bad relationship. So first, after the first relationship, uh, I felt strongly about what. Well, the power of saying no. Um, feeling what you want to do at the moment and also the power of saying yes mm-hmm. uh, but I think when you realize that you can say yes to something and if it's okay by yourself to say no 10 minutes after that should also be okay mm-hmm. the people will push you sometimes in the moment and that's well I think for safety of women they have they have to analyze a part of it beforehand but yeah when you make a decision you don't know what the outcome is so try go for it take it as you come because a lot of things that stop people from doing something or stop uh, or actually feeling ashamed about something is putting too much thought in what could have happened or what should have happened instead of just actually living it and going through it i usually say always talk about it because but talk about it like true honesty be truly transparent in what you what you're saying even though it kind of feels like ripping ripping a band-aid off it is quite powerful when you say the words and it also open up opens up doors for others to to share the same because shame is something that is in the closet if it's out there if it's spoken out loud it's not shame anymore it's just truth my name is lucy and i am 30 years old that's quite an interesting question um i guess when i was a lot younger it was probably easier because we were younger so you could use certain excuses that i probably wouldn't be able to use in the same sense now because people hadn't had as much experience but I think now I do find it difficult to say no to sex if I've started like making out with someone and I'm in a situation like if I'm in a house so if there's like space to be having sex with someone I do find it difficult to say no um and I'm not entirely sure where that comes from but it's something that's come up for me a couple of times for sure Okay, so the strategies that I've tried to use in the past haven't worked. There are pretty couple. The first one I used to do was to go, if I knew that, say I was going on like a first date with someone and I hadn't had sex for a while, so I was like, okay, actually, I'd quite like to have sex, but it's a bad idea to use this first date. Um, I used to go on dates not shaving my legs and not like shaving my intimate area. Um to try to make me not want to do it but then I realized that actually that was just a terrible idea because I'd end up doing it anyway and then I'd just be like a disgusting human being um so that didn't work and the other thing that I've tried in terms of like not when I really don't want to I've this is so ridiculous as to why I can't say no but I used to use the period card quite a lot so I'd say that I was in my period and just need to like that I couldn't because of that um and then apart from that, those are the, I mean, in, once I'm in the situation, that's the only real strategy that I've come up with. And apart from just trying to be really strong and saying no, but often guys have a way of making you feel a bit guilty. Um, and I often feel that I end up feeling slightly like I've led them on and that I it's my fault that I'm in that situation, that it's unfair for me not to follow through in a sense of like do you tend to overthink the situation after what is your usual like post situation experience so uh, in the moment is when I start when I feel under pressure that I should do it because I feel guilty um afterwards to be honest I don't this is probably more a protection mechanism I don't really think about it that much in like a deep way so I don't think like oh god that was a really bad thing I shouldn't have done that because I didn't want to I tend to make jokes about it 
Um, so I've definitely become the person in my group of friends that would make jokes and say like, oh, I'm so stupid. Like I ended up having sex with this guy that I didn't want to have sex with because I felt like I should. And I just, yeah, I make light of it, which probably isn't a very healthy way of managing it. But that's definitely been my default in terms of how I felt afterwards. I definitely think that I primarily make light of things and try and make it into a funny story rather than something that is a bit more um, a lot a bit darker I guess like it is always your choice and it's your body so you don't have to do anything that you don't want to do and that includes like the pressure of having sex quite early because I lost my virginity quite late so I remember feeling like really under pressure to do that because I hadn't and my friends had um so the first thing is like that there there isn't any pressure in that everyone's body is their own body and they can do with it what they want um the other thing is more around actually like when I'm in an intimate situation that's to focus much more on myself because I think this is a slightly different discussion but like I think that my default historically had always been to try and make sure that that I was pleasing the man rather than thinking about myself and that actually it's not about the man in that situation it's about both of you sharing something and that you should be enjoying it as much as they are so you have to kind of put yourself first. One, not to feel alone, because I think there are lots of women that have similar situations to this. And I know that speaking to my friends in London, a lot of us have been in situations in the past where we felt like we've done things that we maybe shouldn't have and all felt pressured into doing things. But like there's, especially now, I think that things have changed quite a lot post me too, that men are so conscious of making sure that they have full agreement from the woman before doing anything. So you should definitely feel comfortable saying know if you don't want to take something further. So Camilla uh, from Italy and I'm 27. The experience that I had in mind and that I want to talk about was uh, with a guy that I actually met in the library and I had a boyfriend at the time. So I started like kind of flirting with that guy and he was super handsome, you know, like super attractive and stuff. And eventually one night we kissed in the meantime, I broke up with my boyfriend and then I went over to his place uh, another time uh, to have dinner and dinner became, you know, like kisses and sexual stuff and, and at one point I was like, I think I was like half naked, I, just, I, I think I just had my trousers on and he was like putting, pulling up my trousers out and I actually eventually said no. Like, I said, like, no, maybe not. And I remember him saying, like, oh, come on, but, you know, I, I think you want it. He said something like, I, I think you, you're just scared. I think you want it. And I basically just accepted that maybe I wanted it. <laughs> I just was like, okay, so maybe, maybe I do, you know? And I kind of, it really was really hard to, it was already hard for me to actually have said no, uh, maybe not and then the fact that he said afterwards so yeah but like come on he, like he insisted a little bit and then I felt like I had to uh, actually go on with it so I went on with it it wasn't bad but I felt kind of like guilty afterwards I was like well maybe I should have just listened to my you know gut instincts and just have repeated that no like louder um, and adopt something different, but I felt that it was really hard since I find him really attractive and I didn't want him to, I don't know, think something weird about me, like maybe that, you know, I wasn't fun or whatever, like it's super stupid, I said like that, you know, it's, it's fucking really stupid when I think about it. And it was a few years ago, I mean, I was, it was like, I think I was 19 years old, maybe 20, I don't know, wish I could have said like, a louder no. I think what I would have said is like trust what you're feeling on the moment, you know, and not the thing that I really think that I was in my mind at that time, but 
the note that I said was like my body saying no, basically. And then my mind were like, okay, maybe you should do it because you don't want to like hurt the guy or, you know, like make, because I really liked him, you know, so I, did, I didn't want him to think that, you know, I was kind of, so I guess I would say to my younger self, just trust what your emotions let come up. My younger brother, I actually had that kind of this conversation with him, not because I feel like he would do it, but as you said, because I don't think they realize it mm. most of the time. And yeah, yeah. even this guy, he was not, um, he wasn't trying to be pushy. I think he was pushy, but he was probably not doing it consciously. You know, he was like, yeah, but I mean, I feel like you want it too. And I was like, yeah, you know, so it gets like complicated. But I, but I probably, like I do uh, feel like we need to say those things to guys because they don't think they do realize. So I, I, I said it to my brother eventually, like, you know, sexual conversation, like <laughs> normal sexual conversation. Kind of normal, but and yeah, and to my friends too. Like I had those kind of conversations with them because I, I really feel that it's hard for them also to realize that for us it's more than you know that physically they are entering into us and we are being entered. You know, so it, it's really different. It's not the same. I don't think it's the same uh, emotional charge for them. I don't know, maybe I just, I mean, I definitely I don't know enough about the subject, but I feel like for us it's already, like physically and mentally, an, an introduction into ourselves. So it can be, it can imply more stuff than for them. The, the thing that he said, like, but I, I feel like you want it, and I'm like, I do and like if I think about it now I definitely didn't mm. like I don't regret it like entirely regret it but I do regret the fact that I should have said no again but I kind of feel like it's better to just say a louder no and then explain it you know just like even be really kind I mean not rude but like kind of rude in the moment so that you really do what you feel that you need to do and then just say okay so that was this and explain really to the guy like what happened and why you reacted that way if you want to like if you don't want to kind of hurt him I think that's the best way to do it but I do feel like it's sensitive sensitive matter so I feel like it's really helpful to talk about it with people anyway like with friends or stuff and I kind of feel like I didn't do it enough when I was younger, so definitely talk about it with people.